Welcome to the latest episode of the podcast that wouldn't die. I'm your host, Kevin. With me, as always, is Aaron. Hey! This week, we'll be doing the horror classic, a new classic, The Conjuring, with Vera Farmiga, Patrick Wilson, Ron Livingston. It's an all-star. Lily Taylor, all-star cast. From from stem to stern, if you know what I'm saying. From stem to stern is correct. But before we go into that, we were having some familial discussions. I, I don't know if you've noticed in the past, uh, viewers... Listeners, I guess you're not viewers. Uh, (laughs) Sometimes I don't know know why, but uh, crazy Kevin, when he's talking, it sounds like (laughs) while he's talking, he discovered it's because he has a goatee. Uh, Apparently, he's had it for 15 years, but uh, I've in my mind, he doesn't have it. (laughs) First of all, a goatee. I'm not familiar with that particular expression. A goatee? A go- I have facial hair is what we're trying to say. I don't know what a goatee is. I mean, but- why would – I mean, are you literally – you have the microphone uh, up your upper lip? I mean, do you have a Yosemite Sam? What kind of a mustachio do you have that causes the microphone to just lose its mind? I mean, I've got a mustache just because I'm 50, but I don't hear any of that. Well, no. Basically, now I'm just holding the microphone close to my mouth as opposed to strapping it to my face. I don't know if you I know this, but you could actually buy a microphone. You, I, we, I bought a microphone, and it was all popping and crazy. So this is this is what you get. What you get, and you don't get upset. Are you? <laughs> you get what you get, and you don't throw a fit. I believe is how we say you, it at the high school level. You get what you get. <laughs> And you don't throw a fit. And, and now, once again, why are you so late calling me uh, when it was going to be at 2 o'clock and now it's during near midnight? Well, and I said this earlier. Basically, I was home doing chores all morning. And Aaron didn't become available until like 2 o'clock in the afternoon, at which point my wife comes home and says, Hey, let's all take the kids out. We'll go to a movie and then go to dinner. I can't say, sorry, hon. I got I got a, a podcast record. Aaron says okay? no. Let, Aaron says no. I can't drop that. Let's drop a, a pin on your family dynamics for a moment. And let's, yes. let's pull up the movie that you just saw, The Irishman as a Dog. Go ahead. Tell, tell, me, we, tell me how fantastic it is. We saw uh, The Call of the Wild, which when the final credits credits roll, little Lucy jumped out of her seat and said, finally. <laughs> exactly. First of all, why do you need to CGI the dog? That tells me they're trying to make this dog do things that dogs don't do. Well, you're not allowed to use cattle prods on them anymore. Oh, my God. You can't do that stuff. Or you could just train them with treats like, like they do in other movies. Are you telling me they were shoving a cattle prod up Benji's ass? I mean, what the heck? Pretty much. That's exactly what I'm telling you. <laughs> Get out of here. People BJ and at- the bear. That's what they did. <laughs> Craig Evigan personally sodomized the bear. That's very sad. <laughs> These are very topical I'm references. I'm saying you could trade a dog. I mean, I'm a girl, so clearly I never read Call of the Wild, and, and I, I couldn't give an F about dogs, so even less reason to watch it. But what exactly did the dog have to do that no actual dog could do? Well, the dog is the star of the movie, right? So it's a it's a lot of 
like everything it's doing. I mean, it's easier just to create CGI the dog <sighs> than train him to do ten thousand different little tasks, I mean, including pulling sleds and. What this this book is more than a hundred years old. So what exactly did the, did the dog have to fly a plane? I mean. What what exactly did Jack London have this dog do that, like I said, couldn't be done by a dog? <laughs> I, I'm just saying, look, I'm neither a dog trainer nor or, uh, a computer programmer. But I play but one on TV. Reason, pretty much. <laughs> no, the, the sad thing about this movie, and ladies and gentlemen, we besides will how it looked, it looked terrible. We, we will eventually talk about The Conjuring, but just to put a bow on this, uh, like the first half of the movie, Harrison Ford is just the narrator, and that was the best part of the movie. Sadly, uh, Harrison, Harrison Ford is Ford... ninety-seven years old. Do you know what's funny? We're getting in the car to go, and and I go, Lucy, Harrison Ford's in this movie. Thinking, you know, because I've made her watch Indiana Jones and all the Star Wars movies, and she's like, "Isn't that the guy that invented the automobile?" <laughs> <laughs> well, she's got the Ford down. That's something. I said close enough. Close so, enough. Moving on. Okay, so Aaron, <laughs> well, before we get to this, we jumped, we jumped uh, some guns here. Go ahead and go to our page on Facebook at the podcast that wouldn't die. Go to our page on Twitter at tpodcast, Die. Email us at the podcast that wouldn't die at Gmail. And like, share, subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, etc., etc., etc. And Aaron, you have your own personal Twitter account you like people to respond to. I do like it, and I wish they would respond to it. The Cult of Aaron. The dot cult dot. Of I actually I don't even remember if it's a dot or not, but the cult okay, of well, Aaron. Good luck. If you can find it, <laughs> kudos to you. Uh, and what we were saying is, I was talking to my daughter Grace, and she's like, "I'd like to listen to your podcast. We do a lot of movies that no one's ever heard of." So I said, "Well, what movies would you like us to do?" And the first on her list was The Conjuring. The Conjuring. And why not? Because The Conjuring is stellar. It is dynamite. Give us the uh, the quick synopsis of The Conjuring. All right. As always happens, uh, uh, people with young family move into a house they got for a special prize, only to discover uh, demonic forces uh, wants to attack one of their children. Uh, they bring in some folks to to rid the house of them. Oh no, it's now attached to you. Blah blah blah. They're exercised the house. Everybody's fine. Nobody dies. The end. The end. Yeah. Love Good it. times. Oh my god. So. If you buy a house and there's a jacked up looking haunted tree, what we've learned from Poltergeist is you need to immediately go to the Yellow Pages and get Joe the Tree Man with his chainsaw over to your house and saw that damn thing down. I wouldn't even take it for firewood. Have, have Joe the Tree Man haul it away because no good will come of that. Basically. And what I was asking you, isn't it insidious? Isn't there also a jacked up tree with like three people hanging from it? There's a lot of tree hanging going on in these movies. Well, Insidious, I believe, is made by the same people who made the Conjuring movies. Insidious was a more disturbing. Uh, 
this this one is just a good haunted house story. Yes, I I absolutely agree. Now it, it is supposedly based upon a true story. Basically, yeah, it's yeah, it's yeah. the uh, the Warrens, and I can't remember their first names. I want to say Elizabeth Warren and Diane and, Warren, but I'm yeah, it's Earl Elizabeth Warren, Warren and uh, yeah, Earl. Warren. They help out when they can. And they they were real like demonologists or ghost hunters from back in the day. Now back when, of the day. Back yeah. my back in my high school occult days when you would go to the library to their special occult section before the internet. Right. So this is Hans Holzer and the Warrens. It was the Warren Commission, I think that's where they get that's that. That's where from. they get the name from. <laughs> It's Ed and Lorraine. Yeah, Warren. Ed and Lorraine. I like to think that Elizabeth Warren has has a part of this. She, is she their daughter? She helps out whenever she can. Okay, I That's think she's actually old enough to be their daughter. So yeah, we're gonna we're gonna send that out. This is in fact Elizabeth Warren is in fact their daughter. Could be. <laughs> is that why you voted for Elizabeth? That's why Warren? I voted for. Her. Sweet Lord. <laughs> um, but so they were evidently involved in any kind of any time anybody said, oh, I'm possessed and my house is haunted. They showed up on the doorstep to help out anytime through like the 70s and the 80s. They were handling their biz, evidently. Oh, they, they were, were rocking their line until they died. I mean, she died in her 90s. Yeah, absolutely. St- still talking the talk. So now this movie opens up on the, the now legendary Annabelle doll. Right. It's like late 60s. It's like, oh, two nursing students moved into an apartment and there's a crazy old doll, terrifying, chewed up doll there. And like, oh, it's haunted. It's like, why did, did you bring the doll with you or did you just decide to keep the horrible doll there? For and no and what's the deal? I personally believe that. If it was just like a regular doll, it would be more scary. They always want to make these dolls like the Chucky and and this Annabelle look so creepy. When in reality, a regular doll in itself is creepy. One of those just regular porcelain dolls like those ones I tried to give your children. Now, I believe now this is based upon a real uh, but occurrence. It, but the real Annabelle was a Raggedy Ann. Yeah. Raggedy Ann. And they thought, and I guess they could have used a Raggedy Ann for this, but they chose not to. Like you said, they went and got a, a, a jacked up doll from the Salvation yeah. Army. Clearly with like a, a crazy smile. I mean, really? If I brought that to your house, would you even let me walk in with of it? Course of course not. it's, of course it's possessed. <laughs> Of course it's possessed. What you want is like a freaking Barbie doll, one of those Bratz dolls. That, like a trilogy of terror coming around at you with a little ying That's what you want. Well, it's, it's so the bizarre. Things, the things that, that you have in your everyday life that go crazy. That's far more, that's far scarier than a, a crazy doll that looks like a demon. I, Whatever you say, but if I'm moving into a new apartment, there's a crazy doll there. The doll's hitting the bricks. Or I'm getting a new apartment. If they're like, sorry, sir, the doll comes with it, I might go somewhere else. They invited the ghost girl to live inside the doll. Why are we having these conversations? No. (laughs) Go next door. You do not invite your ghost creature. Well, this is what they say. Literally, they're like, now we think the, the demon or the ghost is in the doll. But Ed and Lorraine go like, no, no, no. 
because these demons don't possess objects. They possess people. So right? then why does this stupid doll have to be locked up? And then what was the whole point of, right. the, of the Annabelle movie? That's, that's because these spinoffs right. are that, bull crappy. That's exactly right. I mean, Annabelle pops up a few more times in this movie. Then they and then it sp- spawned like two or three Annabelle movies. Don't, don't even get stuff. don't even. I got a whole lot of parenting angry things to say about the Warrens, but oh no, uh, we'll hit that go, in, uh, well, in the behind the scenes. No, no, no. I, it, this is part of the movie. My, my rage. Oh, so your rage. Okay. Uh, so yeah, smash cut to you know a. Not that young a couple, but like a normal. They age could couple. be the Lutzes. It could, could be, the, be Lutzes, the Lutzes, Amityville horror style, with five daughters. Yeah, five, that house was already possessed. If you got five, <laughs> so they're all cycling there. together with they one, <laughs> one against uh, one against six. You, yeah, you, you've got to <laughs> spray some holy water or some, burn some sage or something. Just those the power kids. of Christ compels you. So they move, like you say, they move into this hideous, like, mansion, dingy as hell, looking like the psycho house on Universal If you Studios. can't afford to have your house at least painted, you can't afford the house. For real. I said that to the Lutzes, so. You said that to <laughs> did you? <laughs> I said that to the Lutzes. I said to whatever the hell these people's last names are, don't be house poor. Don't be house poor. Don't get in over your head. So they play this game called what is it blind and clap or something like that i think it's blind man's bluff but they it, they had a name for it because it's like it's basically marco polo on land where you blindfold yourself and wander through a house you've never been in before with multiple staircases and <laughs> say, okay, we start clap. on the third floor and see where we end up. It was a death trap. It was. It was. Bad. You knew something bad was going to happen. And literally, well, it was the seventies. You know, that's just how we did things we, back we, in the day. That's why you have five kids. You could afford to lose a couple. It's true. You drank while you were you, pregnant. You did not buckle your seatbelts back. In you got the air to spare. That's all you need. That's all you need. So they are playing this game, and then in the course of the game, they crash into the closet and there's like a boarded up doorway leading down to the cellar. Right. Which is full of all sorts of interesting, like old antiques and junk and things like that. What I kept thinking to myself is, Oh, the boilers down there and it was boarded up. So what was your plan to, to heat this GD place? No. How about the fact that if you're buying a house, wouldn't you have some kind of a walkthrough? Isn't there an inspection process? I don't know. I don't know what state this is, but usually you want to check out the the plumbing, the electrical. I don't know. This is New England in the early seventies. It was the wild, wild west. There it was, was no a lawless. It was the lawless state. You better believe it. So yeah. But then I kept thinking, my, like there are movies that you watch, like Amityville Horror, where it's like. You know the the secret area. They also up. didn't. Yeah, they also didn't do a good inspection. You're telling me, but <laughs> there are places. There are places boarded up, and there's a reason why they're boarded up. There really wasn't like, oh, well, there was demonic sacrifices going on in the basement. There was Were a there? demonic boiler, and, and uh, right, yeah. there's really the, no explanation why it was boarded. I mean, Grant, the whole house is kind of is kind of effed up. But it's yeah. not like anything specific happened in the basement that I'm aware of. Did you notice anything? I don't know. Maybe I did that. That. 
There was more going on in the Babadook. And in fact, this has some Babadook connections. <laughs> the Babadook. The <laughs> Babadook. Oh, sweet Lord. I loved when they, they first walked in the door, the husband and wife were like, hey, we got to christen this place. Now, I think they've christened too many places. They got they have five daughters so far. That's How right. more you need? I'm pretty sure there was birth control in there in the, at that point in the 70s. I think uh, Loretta Lynn had already sung her song, The Pill. But uh, do you have issues with Lily Taylor? Because I certainly do. Like issues in what sense? What's your you don't you don't like her? I hate Lily Taylor. I'm no, sure what? she's a good, lovely friend to all, but friend. <laughs> she she always is is like like she's got some some kind of brain damage. Oh, and and she's like a victim waiting to happen. I, I don't know. She brings the bully it. out in me. She brings the bully out in me. I, I just, I mean, I've, I, I've seen her movies. You know, she's in uh, High Fidelity. Obviously, a good friend with the with the Cusack, but absolutely. and and a Mystic Pizza and all. Same and thing. Exactly. Yep. But I, I just. <sighs> no thanks. I'd push her down the stairs, I think. I don't you would have let her be possessed, is what you're trying to say. My, what I'm trying to say is she's the same character in everything she plays, so I have to imagine that's actually her. You know, like uh, Costner. Interesting. Costner's always Costner. Lily Taylor's always Lily Taylor. Okay. Sometimes she's possessed. But I have to imagine, then, that is your personality. I mean, no one's accusing her of being Meryl Streep or somebody, but it's, I mean, she's fine. I don't have any issues. Whatever. You don't have a, like a secret burning rage like I do. I'm like, oh, fucking Lily Taylor. <sighs> she's not, <laughs> not really. <laughs> say, say. All uh, right. Okay. So things obviously are going wrong in those kind of typical fashions where it's like all the clocks stop at the same time and like three o'clock in the morning. Uh, the creepiest Ooh. thing in the movie. You know what? The clock in my classroom is always off. Do you think my classroom is possessed? I think you're possessed, frankly. <laughs> things, remember, <laughs> things don't get possessed. Only people do. do, 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 do there you do, have do. it. Um, but the creepiest thing, and I remember the first time I saw this like a year ago. I was laying in bed. My wife's asleep next to me. All the lights are off. I've got my, my tablet open, so I'm watching in the dark. In bed, and there's that scene where somebody's pulling on her feet like an unseen force. Oh, that is every childhood nightmare. That was scary for me. I'm a grown man. I'm like, what is happening? I'm putting my feet underneath the covers and, you know, gritting my teeth. That was a creepy uh, moment. That's creepy. Uh, you know what? I often stick my leg out of the covers. Like, I'll get hot, so I'll stick, like, one leg out. I so do, too. Neutralize, and I still think about that. Don't do it. I, I was a super fearful, I don't know, little known fact, because you were not hatched for the egg yet, but I was a super fearful child, couldn't sleep through the night, always had adult. nightmares, it, and, and, I, and, and putting your foot down, wondering if someone's going to grab your Absolutely. foot under the bed, I remember running and jumping, yep. it would have been just easier just to put my bed on the ground, that way there's no, no monsters underneath the bed. Right, you run from the bathroom and jump in the bed. So Why is it shit. this universal generational fear of the thing under the bed? Because you can't see in the dark. It's the fear of the dark, fear of the unknown. It's very primordial. <laughs> I, 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 now I feel scared right now. It is, it is it. terrifying. It's too much. It it's is terrifying. Much. 
Yeah, um, but absolutely. The, the idea that something's going to grab your leg. Right. When you least expect it. Uh-huh. You better believe it. Yeah, there's a lot of those like really scary moments in this. You know, there's a sleepwalking girl who goes into the room and bangs her head against the door. Did, did, that, did, did that bring uh, trigger special uh, PTSD in you? I didn't notice it until I was, you know, sleepwalking across my room, banging my head against the wall that I remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> that rings some bells for me. So and then and then Lily Taylor is getting bruises on her body, like like a, like a weird hand bruise forming on her uh, on her arm. Uh, the little girl. Come on, wouldn't her doctor call the police? It wouldn't be this. I'm I'm like you have an iron deficiency. Be like, uh, we <laughs> think something true. domestic is going on here. Nine one one again. This is 1972. That was just called. Uh, I guess so. That's just handling your busy. Keep keeping your wife from getting getting above herself. <laughs> That's oh my god! Oh sweet Jesus! So yeah, there's no there's no iron deficiency going on in the house. Evidently, <laughs> the, the husband is a long haul trucker who's like, yeah, hon, I, I'm get you know we had to sell our old place and move down here. I guess for financial reasons. Is that what it is? I'll be gone for a week hauling. I don't know what. Pork bellies. We don't ha- we don't have money, right? But we have five children, and we've had to buy a mansion, yes, uh, to support ourselves. Nothing better, nothing more. I would like than to be as like basically a single parent with five children out in the country. That but, sounds bad. Well, that's well, that's the thing. It's like this is seventy two. It's like you could have a one income family. An itinerant, uh, you know, long with, haul with your husband gone all the time, and you with five kids. I mean, he you, might as well be hauling Coors with uh, Smokey and the Bandit at this point. I mean, who <laughs> just the some good old boys. <laughs> exactly. Never in no haul. That's how they did back in the day. <laughs> um, <laughs> sweet Lord. So you're right. He's gone when all the craziness starts going down. Basically, uh, uh-huh. the little the little daughter is playing the the blind clapping game. With who knows who, because Lily Taylor's blindfold. She's going through trying to play the game, and her hands coming out of a closet clapping. That was a creepy moment too. There was some good creepy there stuff. Was some but good <laughs> creepy moments. I mean, this movie has a lot of Amityville in it. It does. And the Warrens were involved with Amityville too. So yes. I wonder if this is like Amityville light. It could, I mean, it is kind of like that. I mean, this is a better movie than Amityville Horror, either version or the book. Well, and that's the thing about this movie. I don't want to spill too many of the beans, but it's like literally there is nothing. There's no really no bad language. There's no nudity. There's really no violence. It's a ghost story. It's a ghost story. It is. It is. And it is a very effective one. It I agree. Scary. I agree. It is scary. It is it is creepy. Yes. It leaves you uneasy. And it doesn't have any of the weird problematic things of uh, of Amityville. Jody the pig. <laughs> Why is a pig on the third story looking in the freaking window? I, I'm, Come going on. The, I'm going to the mat for Jody the pig creature. That, if you're not used to, if you're not expecting it, oh, Jody, I'm talking to Jody. And you, then it cuts to the, the scary eyes looking through the window. That was scary to me. When, you're not Chuck, when I read Amityville at junior high, it was scary. I still make Jody references to this day. If I walk in, there's too many flies. If there's flies in the house, I'm like Amityville, Amityville, Amityville. For real. I call my and students already, Jody. They don't even know what I'm talking you. about. Exactly. I'm like, you and your Jody eyes, get away from me. 
<laughs> and, and I told you this during uh, the Jaws uh, when we were reviewing that, uh, that I used to think Amityville and Amity were Jaws' film were the same town. Same like, place? A, a jacked uh, part of town. I'm like, we just got to stay away from New England. Don't do it. Well, yeah. It's, it's, let's get back to the conflicts. So all these things, one thing goes after another. There is that moment um, when Lily Taylor wakes up at three o'clock in the morning, wandering through the house, pictures are flying off the walls, crashing. And I'm just like, is no one going to wake up? There's, there's, you know, six other people in the house. No one's waking up except Lily Taylor as picture frames smashing on the stairs. Good grief. I don't know if you know this, but my son plays video games with noise canceling headphones. And I have literally locked my keys out. And I'm banging and kicking on the door. I'm waiting for the neighbors to start coming out. And nobody can hear me. Until I eventually have to either walk around the house and bang on the glass in his room or turn the power off. I have literally, this is, this is getting deep. What are, there are certain rooms in this house, I swear to God, are like psycho houses where it's like no one can hear me. So it's like, <laughs> uh, but I can hear everything. It's like that weird thing where it's like I'm sitting on the pot. This is probably more than you need to know. <laughs> People are going, Kevin, Kevin. And I'm like, I'm here. What? No, no response. <laughs> Kevin, where are you? I'm in here. I like that. Now you got to put the Alexa in the, in the turret. Alexa, make an announcement. I'm it is. on the can. And it's, <laughs> it is literally like the phones are ringing. Kevin, get that. I can't get it. <laughs> door, somebody's knocking at the door. Kevin, answer the phone. I can't answer the phone. Give me a minute. No, they can't hear me. They oh cannot my God, hear this- me. This is like uh, like in the Freddy Krueger movies where you run down the hall and all of a sudden it stretches out forever and you're way in the back. Well, that's like sound for you. That's like Tuesday for me. <laughs> that's how it works. That's how we do it in this house. I don't know. If I, maybe my house is haunted too. Who the hell knows? Or at least just the master toilet is. Pretty much. <laughs> wah, 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 wah. Um, okay, so the husband's out driving doing whatever he's doing driving and there's that scene oh man when it when it when it turns it up it turns it up the two daughters are they've like one scene like there's you know the something's behind the door oh it's not opening uh there's something on top of the dresser all these scenes oh oh my god scary there was some scary stuff where yes. she's just screaming. It's behind the door and, oh, and her sister's standing right there. I don't see anything. And then it flashes. You see what's right. And you're like, ah! and the door slams. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> oh, God. There is some, this is a, a, a fantastic uh, ghost story. This it really is, is great. Good. Before, before they even really bring in the Warrens. So they eventually, luckily they live within driving distance. The Warrens are, uh, teach a class. I don't know that you can audit down at the New England School of Demonology or whatever it is. <laughs> and resurrection or whatever. And the Ouija school. Pretty much. So they're like, you know, and Ed's like, I don't know. You know, we just want to get home, spend some time with our daughter. Because evidently the last time they got involved in something, they had to do an exorcism. And it, something happened to Lorraine. Like she saw something and scared her. She touched something. I don't know. She's kind of a psychic or a medium or something. Yeah, she's supposed to be like the medium. Right. He's the, the trained, quote unquote, demonologist. And she's the medium. 
Right. Um, so she's like, no, Ed, we got to go help these people kind of thing. So they arrive. That's why the Lord brought us together. <laughs> this is why Jesus brought us together, Ed, to help these people from demons and things. Why doesn't Jesus just get rid of the demons? Why? The Lord works in mysterious ways. Uh, mysterious. There it is. So they go down there, and, and then five seconds later, they're like, oh, yeah, uh, I can see your aura. And there's the, the scary uh, aura is, is already attaching itself to you. So we're gonna have to we're gonna have to do the full the full Megillah. We have to apply for an exorcism. We have, first we have to show evidence of the exorcism. We're putting pictures all over the place or cameras set up to whenever there's like a cold something. Um, and then we there's have to a take, cold oh cold spots like like because there's a point where the the sleeping uh, sleepwalking daughter's walking through the house and there's like oh, evidently the ghost keeps trying with to get her. into the wardrobe with the lion and the witch. Right. Well, and, there's, and that's the thing. is like they, they do all this research and they're like, oh, well, uh, 300 years ago, uh, a witch, an actual witch, not one of the fake ones that were killed in the Salem witch trials, but a real one. She uh, named Bathsheba, Bathsheba Sherman. Uh, she lived here and tried to uh, sacrifice her newborn child and then hung herself after cursing the property, basically. And well, so and she got busted by her husband sacrificing the child. That's what it was. So, yeah. basically... Which... Well, I mean, I, I'm kind of on board with that at that stage. <laughs> if you're saying, yes. That's not a, a willy-nilly accusation. At that point, okay, I can see where you jumped to this conclusion. But over the years since she you know, this witch committed suicide, like, there have been a bunch of different occasions where it's essentially somebody, a caregiver goes nuts and murders their child. This has happened several times. And all, of course, all these ghosts still live in the house, right? There's the, you know, the little boy Rory who's playing the clapping game. Right. Uh, he died. Uh, there was... Uh, so these are well, all her sacrifices to the Dark Lord. Well, that's basically what it is, is what you discover, is that this witch, who you do see, jump off the uh, the dresser and jump on the little girl at one point. She, over the years, has been possessing these women. Why do these witches always kind of look like Carol Kane? That's that's the model. <laughs> that's what they go for. Poor old from the princess From the princess bride. Exactly. Uh, <laughs> and possessing these people and then making them sacrifice whoever they were supposed to take care of. Right. Um, which was a scary thing, as you might imagine. Uh, uh-huh. So, you know, they go and say to the local Catholic Church, here's the evidence. Hey, what do you say? Uh, can we get an exorcism up in here? They're like, well, we'll let you know. We'll say, I'll, you know, I'll put a, it. A it has to go to the Pope. There. It's got to go to the Pope. <laughs> they don't want people doing all sorts of exorcisms willy nilly. Uh, but there's that, there's that scene, because for some reason they have like, you have Ed Lorraine, and then you have like their, I don't know their graduate assistant helping out. And then they have right. like an off duty cop hanging out there. I don't know what he's supposed to do. He's got a gun on his hip. What, I, I honestly don't even remember how he got involved, but whatever. Evidently, yeah, you probably don't do want that. to bring firearms in when there's a lot of, when there's possessions abound right around, you know, and there's a lot of jump scares, those kind of things where he's like, you see somebody run 
like a, a shape run to the side. He's, you know, the cop is walking down the hall going, what's that? And then the crazy dead ghost nurse comes out with her wrist slit. Look what you made me do. That was pretty creepy too. Yes. There's a lot of those scenes. I'd be all peace in the Middle East. I am out of here. For real. You folks are on your freaking own. I don't know what you did in a past life to cause this to happen, but you need to repent, man. You're, you're go, on your own. Go to church. Go, go find Jesus. I don't know. If there are really ghosts out there, count me as a part of the group that says, I just don't want to know. Don't want to know. Leave me out of it. What if they're not really jacked up and are just coming to tell you that there's like buried treasure in your yard? That'd be okay. They, they can leave me a note. Okay? <laughs> Send but me an email. Is the, what if the note is in the mirror in the bathroom that, and it's being written while you stand there? That would be bad. I would not like that. What if, what if <laughs> I would not like in, that either. What if it was written in human flesh and blood? No flesh thanks. for fantasy. No thanks. <laughs> no, pass. Oh, sweet Jesus. Um, so, <laughs> so at this point, uh, uh, Lily Taylor is now possessed. Like she's becoming more and more possessed as the. Movie I already progresses. told you. I think she already was. But she's been just in depressed, life. Uh, possessed, whatever, whatever it takes. Because the the witch woman like basically barfed into her mouth. Isn't that what happened? Yeah. <laughs> now that's like the Baba Duke. <laughs> It was a gross Someone moment. needs to barf into you, and then you uh, unpossess yourself by by getting bulimic and barfing it back out. Pretty much, barf out your possession. So she grabs the two daughters and is preparing to sacrifice them in the house. Essentially, right? Um, they try to gra- they literally try to grab her. Uh, Ed and his two helpers try to physically like take her out of the house to drag her to the church to do the exorcism. And it's like weird welts and bruises start appearing all over her body as they're trying to pull her across the threshold. Right. The witch is not letting her go. Mrs. Warren announced that she'll die if they bring her through the threshold. Right. So, Ed, you're going to have to do it. But I've only assisted on a couple of these bad boys. Sorry. You got to handle it, bro. Yeah. But it's not, it, it's not all fun and games. You know what I'm saying? If you do it wrong. I always thought an exorcism would be so much fun. I mean, isn't that what Hollywood taught us? That's what we learned the hard ways back in the 70s. That's how we do. You know, I, I didn't I tell you that our, our local priest has gone to Rome for uh, exorcism training. Is that true? It is absolutely true. How did you learn that? Were because I know people who know. I guess so. My lord. Uh-huh. You know you the word on the street. Okay, got you. I, I know I know people who know people who know stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so so uh Lorraine Warren finds a little crawl space hidden away behind the dresser. I don't want to find hidden crawl spaces. In fact, uh, when I need you to come to my house and I, and I have a raised uh, sub or where is it? I don't have a concrete slab. I have a crawl space under my house. I'm going to need you to get under there and make sure there's no, you know, open graves or anything in there. Even if it's just <laughs> normal stuff, it's still gross and hideous. There's going to be yes. a dead cat under there. There's going to be bugs, a raccoon. 
I Who just knows? don't want that. I don't want to find out later that like there was like a crazy clown that lived here and did a Gacy underneath my floorboards. I need someone to, to dig around and find out. I need an exorcism. Oh, well, it is Bakersfield. Now I'm scaring myself. <laughs> you should be afraid. <laughs> Sweet Jesus. Um, so she falls, she climbs into the crawl space and literally crashes through and drops all the way down to the basement. And while she's down there, sees a bunch of scary ghosts down there, you know. And it's that thing where it's like, oh, God, that music box. The crazy music box where it's like if you open up the music box, there's a little mirror in there. And you crank it up. If you look at the reflection, you'll see the ghost appear behind you. Yeah, that's terrible. They did that a that. couple times. Yeah. They did that. A co- oh, God, that was awful. It's like, if you see the music box, I ain't touching it. I'm not messing with that damn music box. No, Leave me out of it. it's like the puzzle box from from uh, the the Cinnabite movies. Hell I'm like, no, me. don't solve that. Don't touch it. Don't do it. That's an advanced Rubik's cube that you don't want the the, the solve the the riddle to. No. And we didn't even talk about how uh, while they're over here tra- helping the Perrin family, I guess is their name. Yes, their daughter is basically home alone. Where the Warrens have like a museum in their own house where it's like their guest room is basically set up with all the crazy, scary stuff that they've taken from all the other like exorcisms and hauntings or whatever. And this is a real thing. Before, yeah. before, well, they were still alive. They had a museum where you could go and see this jacked up stuff. I think you can still go now. I think it's like a, a son-in-law like uh, curates it as well. I, I googled it and I thought it said it was permanently closed, but maybe they've oh, maybe. redone it. Maybe, maybe. But so, of course, the daughter's home alone. The grandmother's supposed to be watching her, but of course, she's asleep at the wheel. Uh, and the little Annabelle doll is terrorizing the daughter. Okay, so that's first good. of all. If you've got a room of possessed shit, shouldn't you padlock that door? Well, they locked it, but how about this? No, no, you know, that little a... girl keeps breaking in there. She needs a spanking. <laughs> she gets what she, she gets. Daddy, are you in the possessed room that you've told me never to enter? Uh-huh. <laughs> Look, I might get a storage container for that stuff. I'm not having it 10 feet from where I sleep. No. Call me crazy ridiculous but that that little girl needs to be punished they should she should be locked in a, in a case as well handle it put it right next to annabelle uh-huh uh, annabelle's so, your babysitter now pretty much so cut to the chase uh they do the exorcism everything turns out fine everybody's happy yeah, <laughs> they do. They do some uh, read some Latin text. I don't know what it says. It could just be uh, prescriptions for uh, you know all sorts of uh, ancient uh, New England uh, plants and herbs. For all I know, good times. Exactly. Um, so, what other observations from The Conjuring would you like to share? Oh. My stuff is more behind the scenes. Allow me to get my 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 book out here. That your uh, book. I, I have a book where I write special notes down. The Necronomicon. And, and, the, 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 I have my own Necronomicon. I it's literally funny. wrote down here my second note. Lily Taylor, what's up? What up with that? What up with that? And I love uh, Mrs. Warren's polyester pantsuit. Her mom suit is so Hillary Clinton. It was amazing. 
That was a good look. Uh, yeah, Ed Ed Warren, fifties uh, little flip there, like he was uh, Fabian or somebody. Fantastic! I noticed there was a nod to Poltergeist with the the TV on static in one of the rooms. Yep, absolutely. The Warrens and their car have like a rosary hanging from the rear view, which is very funny because my friends gave me a rosary, but it was called G-Force Jesus. Mm -hmm. So instead of Jesus hanging on the cross, he's holding the cross beams with his legs sticking out like like I'm driving so fast it's blowing him off the cross. G-Force Jesus, just so you wanted to know. That sounds like blasphemy, by the way, but continue. <laughs> um, Oh my God! I'm try I can't read my hand. The sheet that takes. Oh, oh! Well, she's out hanging the laundry. Yes. Oh my God! And and the sheet gets snatched away from her, and it blows over this invisible shape of a human form, and then yes. it blows away and goes up to the window, and that's where the the little uh, demon baby boy is up there. Yep. Oh my God! That was fantastic. It Let's was see, dynamite. I that that was a great that was a great couple of uh, of shots. Uh, I, once again, I'm complaining that there's no locks on the demon museum. Right, that's a bad move. That's All a bad right, the move. rest the, the rest of my notes uh, are, are behind the scenes. Well, let's go right to behind the scenes. Hit me. All right. Well, you know, the Warrens are generally discredited. Right. They were also because, basically showed up at these people's doorstep and were shown the door because they couldn't help. Right. No, <laughs> basically, whatever, if you said something was possessed, oh, yes, it's possessed. And I, I did look up, uh, until the movie The Exorcist came out, the Warrens never mentioned demonic possession. There was haunting and there were spirits. Once The Exorcist came out and everybody was worried about demonic possession, that's when they started focusing on demonic possessions. Right. Right. <laughs> they, they were at Amityville and declared it absolutely true, even though the family that lived there and the author of, uh, of the book have all decided they all got drunk one night and yeah. made all these stories up. That's true. The Lutz family came out and said, yeah, we, we got drunk, made it up. We, we, we were in over our heads in this house. And we needed to do something because we were broke and we couldn't afford this house. Um, Lorraine, who, who says she's a medium. You know the, the Amazing Randy? I do not, by the way. All right. The, the Amazing Randy is a, um, I'm going to say a musician. A magician. A magician. A mathematician, and uh, but he's one of those debunker dudes too. So right. the amazing Randy has the amazing Randy challenge, where he will pay one million dollars if you can prove your psychic ability. And one time Lorraine was at doing one of her workshops where they talk about all the, their ghost hunting and stuff. And, and a bunch of people tried to interview her. Why don't you take the Amazing Randy Challenge? And she got very upset and refused to discuss it. <laughs> so I don't know if the Amazing Randy's still alive, but he did all these series of shows go, like Yuri, going after Yuri Geller. Right, you know, right. He bent and a spoons. Yeah, the, he was the, the, the Russian spoon bender dude. And, uh, you know, all these different people who travel all over. And, and everybody, you know, like I said, million dollars. 
pr- prove me wrong, million dollars. Well, it's like Houdini. Houdini did a lot of uh, tricks and obviously was escape artists, things like that. But he right. was basically like, I'm doing tricks. Right. Tri- There's no real magic. I, I'm not There's a no- witch. I'm right. not a, a, I'm not a, de- a, you know, a demon or anything. Right. It's like These are man. skilled tricks. Yes. Right. So, yeah, he, he was a big debunker as well for the yes. same reason. Because, uh, well, Harry Houdini had gone off on a tangent. People were taking advantage of these superstitious people. Uh-huh. Like if somebody like had a loved one die recently, these frauds would pop up and be like, oh, I can communicate with your dad. Just write me a check kind of thing. Mysticism he... was all the rage yeah. during that time. You know, absolutely. I, I think I, I read something about Queen Victoria was reaching out to Albert. Well, you know, the great thing Houdini said, if he could, when he died, he would he would signal. So during his widow's like was it every Halloween, right? That they would get together and try to contact him, and it never happened. I think he told her, "Here's the code word. Yeah, if like it's a really code me, word. Yeah, I will say this word." And nope, it, no, they never, never were able to do it. Which is kind of, which is really kind try. of upsetting. I, I kind of right. wish that I was like, ooh. He said, "I'm going to really try," because he was a debunker of all this stuff. He's like, yeah. "If it's real, I will, I will try, and we'll see what we can do." And nope, no can do. Mm. Um, what else? Okay, so the real parent family visited the set. Uh, the real Lorraine uh, Warren actually has a cameo in it as one of the people uh, attending the uh, the lecture that they're giving. Oh, yeah. I got to go rewatch it now. So go watch it again. Pay, I have to pay another $4. Do not do it. Just buy it like I did. Freaking Amazon. Um, so eight generations of families lived and died in that house before the parents moved in. Eight. Um, deaths included two documented suicides, a poisoning death, murder of 11-year-old girl, two drownings, and the passing of four men who froze to death. All right. So there you go. So well, let's figure that out. So that eight generations. So eight. A, a, a generation is thirty years. It, it's not a, an exact amount of time. It's just how long. It takes no, no, you no. To they, be they, born they, they could they count job. a generation as a certain number of years. I think it's uh, considered thirty years. But that. Okay. So what's thirty times eight? Thirty times eight is two hundred forty years. So people have lived there for 240 years, and only eight people died. Yeah, okay, so, not so and, mo- and, and most of them were with uh, occurred within one family, like the Arnold family, from which Bathsheba Sherman was uh, descended. So there you have it. This film, and we talked about this earlier, has like no sex, nudity, little profanity, tame and mostly bloodless violence, brief depictions of alcohol, and no smoking. Yet it received an R rating. It was solely for the scare factor alone. And when they went and kind of protested it, they're basically like, this movie's so scary that there's literally nothing you could do to change it to a PG-13. There's nothing you, it is just, it's too creepy. It's too scary without, even though it has none of that other stuff that you typically think of. So there you have it. I like that. I like that. Because, you know, it's, it's unnecessary. It's unnecessary. Right. It's old. School. I mean, it's old. It it's just a solid, scary tale. I mean, if if the story called for it, whatever. But these people are all claiming to be super Christian and all that. 
Sister uh, Christian. Sister Christian. Now, uh, they did try to interview people from the Catholic Church because uh, Ed claimed to be the only lay person uh, approved by the Catholic Church right. to do exorcism. And, and uh, they would make no comment, so which that is, is kind of a comment in itself. Well, the Catholic Church often doesn't comment on things, if you know what I'm saying. So. Yeah, I'm watching the, the, the new Pope, so yeah. And the old Pope. And, and the old Pope. I love, I love, it's so, it's so wrong. It's so very wrong. We won't be discussing that. <laughs> uh, the state of Rhode Island, where this house uh, existed, does not have a law requiring home sellers to tell people about, uh, you know, uh, demonic possession or hauntings or uh, prior criminal activity. So that's why the family were able to buy it cheap and no one had to tell them. Oh, well, I know California has something like that, but I wonder if they had it in 72. When, when, when were those kind of disclosure laws required? Uh, it, it literally just depends on the state. All right. It totally just depends on the state. So there you have it. Would you pause if someone told you that that a house you were looking at that the, that the people who are moving out believe there is uh, it's haunted. I mean, not that it's bleeding blood through the walls or anything, or there's Jody the pig is looking through the window, but that uh, they feel that it's haunted. What's funny is when I bought my first condo, my roommate at the time was just like, oh, no. I feel something in this place. Because <laughs> like an older, an <laughs> older woman. Is this your Long Beach condo? Long Beach condo. An older woman lived there and I guess had died. And that's why it was available. Now, when, I think she died in the hospital. I don't think yes. she, she was, you know, she was 92 or whatever. It wasn't, there was no accident. Yeah. She didn't jump off the, the patio. No. The only thing that was terrifying is the fact that it was located in the uh, greater Long Beach area. So <laughs> there you have it. Good times. Any other interesting uh, thoughts and feelings before we move on with our lives? Well, uh, you know, there's another Conjuring movie, The Enfield. Uh, yep. Is it The Enfield Haunting, which was well, that's, also that's good? Conjuring 2. That's the second Conjuring movie. And there's a Conjuring 3 coming out this year. That's correct. Well, it's a, it's a whole universe. It's like you got the Conjuring, you got the Conjuring Two, you got Annabelle, Annabelle Creation, you have got no. the Nun that came no. out, which is the spinoff. I'm not from, watching uh, these lesser. No, I'm not watching these lesser Conjuring. Okay, I'm sorry to hear it. Did Sweet you see Lord. the Nun? No, exactly. I've, I've only seen Conjuring, but I liked it enough that I kind of want. I at least I want to see Conjuring Two before I move on. Okay, yeah. well then then we'll, we'll record that uh, because it's good. It's also it? good. Yes, I, I saw it at the theater. I dragged Heather, who who hates horror movies, but I, uh, you know, like I said, tr- traditionally women don't like uh, horror movies. So I have one friend who's absolutely terrified of anything strange, so she won't go at all. And then Heather, who doesn't like horror movies, but I, I force her to go with me anyway. There's like nobody around that will go see horror movies with me. It's very so, sad. I have to sit in a dark room with my Cry- crying. Device. Crying. No, the second one, and I, I believe uh, 
the Enfield one also they complained about the Warren showing up too. <laughs> nobody, right. nobody wants the Warrens uh, hanging around. Well, that's what's funny. In this day with the internet, you can Google and find out about all this stuff, and it's always revealed to be a hoax. And it's always revealed to the Warrens popping up. People are going, "We get the hell out of here and leave us alone." Exactly. We that's... got real. We got real people over here trying to take care of business. Oh my God! And then I read this thing about the Warrens that that uh, he had some fifteen-year-old move in with him and lived there for four decades with him. How long did she say fifteen though? She was fifteen, and they had he moved her in just for the first year though. No, for four decades, well, but... they were together, have, having their, with their sex farm before they finally she finally moved out <laughs> when she was fifty five. <laughs> exactly, she was complaining about. Uh, I think they have they had a child together with their sex farm. Interesting, <laughs> and that he and that uh, contrary to this uh, loving and devoted uh, couple, he, he it wasn't you know, he was a bit of a drinker. And uh, would uh, could get uh, physically violent too. So that explains the bruises as well. <laughs> so there you have it. Lily, t- see, Lily Taylor enrages everyone. <laughs> you put some bruises on her as well. Is that what you're trying to say? No, oh my God, she drives me crazy. Um, now, what about? Uh, why do I know the dude who plays uh, Ed? Uh, Patrick Wilson. Yes, uh, he was. He's been in a ton of stuff. He was in, like you were saying, he was in the Insidious movies. Uh, that he was he, in, is he only in horror movies? That he's yeah, in Watchmen. Insidious? He was no, in. No, I never uh, saw that. What the heck? Uh, uh, Children of uh, what's that movie called? A Lesser a little, God. No, not called <laughs> Little little Children. It was nominated. No, uh, I don't know. He's been. He's been in a ton of stuff. He's been in a ton of stuff. I love her. She is fan freaking tastic and she was amazing in Bates Motel. Vera Farmiga also was in Up in the Air. She was no. in uh, The Departed. Oh, uh, she was in The Departed? Yep. Did I tell you in The Departed I didn't realize that Matt Damon and uh, what's his name were, were different people? <laughs> You know, Matt Damon and Leonardo DiCaprio are different people. I thought they were the same person. I was so confused the first time I saw that movie. I thought it was one person, but with uh, their life had gone in two different directions. So it's like sliding doors with Gwyneth Paltrow. Exactly. Exactly. I had to watch it the second time to realize those were two different actors. I think you're out of your GD mind. <laughs> Isn't that what is crazy? Do you have face blindness? <laughs> what is wrong with you? I have decapriitis. <laughs> I guess so. Sweet G- okay. And on that note, <laughs> thank you for joining us. Go to our page on Facebook at the podcast that wouldn't die. Go to our page on Twitter at T podcast die. Email us at the podcast that wouldn't die at Gmail. We're on Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts. Like, share, subscribe, and rate if you would be so kind. You're so kind. And Aaron is uh, the cult of Aaron on Twitter. The cult of Aaron on Twitter. Write to us at the podcast that wouldn't die. Did I say there's dots between every one of those words? I don't know what she said. Or is it under I have, I have I have face blindness. <laughs> Anywho, <laughs> so thank you for joining us and be well.
Later, skaters. Oh, no, the podcast that wouldn't die. All one word. I was at least somewhat smart with that.